happy new year, special education inner circle listeners. This was supposed to be recorded quite a few days ago, but as I'm sure many of you have experienced, there's a lot of sickness going around. It hit me pretty hard, but I'm back slowly, but surely. And I cannot wait to hop into this new year with you, but I am doing things differently this year than I have in the past. I am typically that person that gets all excited about the new year and I set my goals and I make the vision board and I have, what am I going to do every week and every month and every quarter? And that just sounds exhausting, right? (laughs) I mean, things are just different. They feel different this year. And you know what? I'm giving myself permission to do things differently. And I hope you do the same for yourself. So let's talk about three things that I'm doing differently this year to still reach my goals, but we're going to make some adjustments. So the first thing is, and I want to encourage you guys to do this. I'm looking further ahead than I typically do. Typically I say, okay, what do I want to accomplish this year? But it just seems like every year for the past few years, something is getting in the way of reaching the big goals. So I'm actually going to look further out. I have a five-year plan, and this was actually easier to create than I thought it would be because I'm not putting the pressure on what can I do this year? What can I do this month? What can I do this quarter? It's kind of like, okay, in five years, what do I want my life to look at in the different areas of family and career and uh, my faith and where am I going to be living and and just what am I going to be doing? Just all the different things. And, and so to look five years out and kind of take the pressure off of what am I going to do this year, it felt really good. And, you know, us as IEP team members, right, we're used to this, you know, what's the annual goal and then what are the benchmarks to get there? And there's a lot of pressure in that. So I want to encourage you this year that if you haven't already kind of looked ahead, and I mean further ahead, a three-year or a five-year plan of like, what do you really want? What, what needs to be different? Who, who do you want to be hanging out with? What do you want to be doing? What does your daily life look like? So I want you to consider this three to five year plan. I want you to write it out. It doesn't have to be fancy. It can be in a journal. It can be on note cards and sticky notes and whatever works for you. All right. It can be digital. It can be pen and paper. Me personally, I'm a pen and paper uh, kind of person when it comes to uh, setting goals and visions and that. So I've written out what does it look like in five years? So that's step number one. I did not make a one-year plan. I actually made a five-year plan. Step number two is that I definitely picked a word of the year and I do this every year. So that is something I'm doing the same, but the difference is that I'm really thinking about this word as a filter. And if this does not serve, meaning whatever's coming my way, if it does not serve the five-year plan and fit through the filter of the word of the year, it is not going on my plate. I am saying no. So my word of the year is peace. So if something is not going to bring peace or calm, it's going to bring more chaos that there are more cons than pros to putting something else on my plate, then I'm going to say no, because it's not going to serve the five-year plan. See the key with the five-year plan is to make sure that we're always moving towards it. We just don't have to hustle in the same way as a one-year plan. So If something comes to me and they say, Catherine, can you do this? If it is going to bring me more chaos than peace, 
The answer is no, or if it does not serve the five-year plan. There are a lot of shiny objects out there, right? Do you guys feel that sometimes? Every opportunity is not an opportunity that you're supposed to take. Okay, you can filter through the opportunities and by opportunities for for my special needs mom, sometimes this means that there are more therapies that you could be doing with your child, but you need to have a filter of how much are you going to take on? What does this really look like for this next year to reach this three or five year plan? Teachers, when you're when you're taking on tasks, does it help you reach your three to five year plan and does it fit the rhythm that you need to have this year to keep moving forward. So again, for me, I picked a word, it's peace. It's helping me have this filter of, do I say yes or no? The third thing that I'm going to do, that is probably the hardest thing, and it might be for you guys too, is that I'm giving myself grace to adjust the plan. All right, not the five-year plan, all right? So I, I don't plan on adjusting that. I really don't. I, I'm feeling good about my five-year plan. And I'm not going to adjust my word because peace just fits what needs to happen this year. But the things that it takes to get there, I absolutely am still working on what are my top three things I'm going to do every day and what needs to get done this week and what projects am I working on for the month and what projects am I working on for the quarter? All those things that I talked about before, I'm still doing those. But instead of those being the priority, the priority is the five-year plan. That priority is peace. The actions that I take to get there, I'm going to make the plan. And you know what? I need to have that plan uh, in a, to be flexible and in a different way than I've ever had in the past. I think that's one of the reasons that we are so exhausted right now is because we had a plan and we're trying to stick to the plan and we didn't adjust the plan for all the things that we can't control. There's only so many things that we can control. There's only so many things that, that we can um, put on our, our plate and then not adjust based on some other things that might be happening in the world or with our families or with our friends. Uh, so there are things that we have learned in these past couple of years, and, and we can do one of two things. We can keep doing things the way that we have been doing them and say, you know what? No, this is the plan. This is how it's going to get done and be rigid about it and exhaust ourselves in trying to fight things that we cannot control. Or you can give yourself some grace and say, you know what? These steps will help me move towards my goal. And then if other things happen, this does not mean that I'm lowering expectations. It does not mean that I'm giving up. It does not mean that I'm gonna put my five-year plan on hold. It means that what I'm doing to get to my five-year goal may need to be adjusted. Not necessarily lowered, and I'm not giving up, right? But it might need to be adjusted. So what I thought was going to get me to my five-year plan might need to be adjusted based on things as simple as, for example, I told you guys, I was sick. I had not been sick in years. And of all things, I lost my voice. Oh my gosh, that's torture for me, for all my talkers out there like me. Whew, man, we lose our voice, it's rough, right? So it's, 
it's something that I had to adjust. You know, when I said, you know, I'm going to give myself some grace. Am I still going to get the, the new year's podcast out? Yes, I am. Am I still going to share with you the goals? Yes, I am. Does it maybe need to be adjusted by a few days and I'm not going to beat myself up and push myself through this sickness. Um, so I can record a podcast. Like, are you guys going to be okay? If it's a few days later than typically I would put it out. Yes. And if you're okay with it, I'm for sure. Okay. With it. So I want to encourage you guys, those are the three things that I'm doing different this year. What might you you need to do different when it comes to your plan? What, What might you need to adjust? And what are the lessons that you've learned over the last few years that whether you wanted to learn them or not, right, we had to learn some lessons. And again, we can keep pretending like, you know, things can just go back to the way that they were and we can keep pushing through and we can keep exhausting ourselves and burning ourselves out. Or we can say, what are the lessons that we've learned and how can I adjust my expectations so I can still reach the things that I need to reach? I can still serve the people, you, that I want to serve at the highest level possible, that I can still, you know, be there 110% for the master IEP coach community, which by the way, if you are not a part of our master IEP coach community, our next mentorship is starting January 25th and you are not going to want to miss it. We are going to have huge 10 hours of advanced live online IEP training on top of lifetime access to the full mentorship course on top of VIP invitations and access to swag. And it's amazing. So if you've been thinking about becoming a master IEP coach, January is your year. If that fits into this big plan, if you're just like, I I need to level up my role at the IEP table, I want to help myself and I want to help others. That's becoming a master IEP coach. So I want to encourage you to send a message to me and say, Hey, I need the information on becoming a master IEP coach or just hop over to masteripcoach.com. See, we've got big dreams in the master IP coach community. We are uh, you know, leaders at the IEP table. We say we're idea bringers, solution finders, and team builders at the IEP table. And to do that, we have to be our best selves. To be our best selves, we have to be able to learn from everything that's happened in these past few years, make those adjustments, and truly create change. Because you know, we've got students, we've got children that are depending on us. We've got students who are showing up to school and they are in the middle of chaos and they've missed a lot. And it's time for us to to be there for them at a different level. But we can't do that if we keep going the way that we've been doing things. So I let you know about how I adjusted my things so I can show up 110 percent without burning out, without um, worrying about disappointing people and and not being able to meet all the goals or disappointing myself. I've made the adjustments that I know are going to work for me. So I'm challenging you. What do you need to do? What do you need to change for 2022? Do you need that bigger vision? Do you need a word of the year? Do you need to have those filters so you know when to say yes and when to say no? Do you need to learn to give yourself more grace so you can adjust when those things that you can't control come into your life, that you're not totally throwing off your path, that you can stay on your path and adjust? I can't wait to hear from you and hear what are you working on? What what are you working towards in your role in special education? Are you considering becoming a master IP coach? Again, reach out. And you know what? Next week, I'm going to be back here talking about mentorship and If you really do need a mentor in special education, what does that look like? 
How can it benefit you? And what type of mentor do you need? Because there's all different types out there. I'll see you guys next week. Happy new year. Think about what you need. It is okay to put yourself first so you can take care of everybody else. I'll see you guys next week.